This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Welcome to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com, and I'm an evolutionary astrologer and channel. And uh, suddenly, I'm also now a lapidary artist, which I'll talk about some during the show. I've talked about that over the last uh, few weeks as it's been building, but um, it's actually real. It's So this new layer of identity I'm working with, which is very interesting, working with crystals and stones and gemstones, things like that. So tonight's show is kind of a grab bag. There are things that I want to tell you <laughs> now that we are finally gathered here together for our hour together. Uh, and then also on the Facebook page, which is um, just look up Tom Jacobs uh, Astrology and channeling or ch- channel and astrologer, whatever. Look me up on Facebook and post questions that you may have. Um, usually when I do this, people don't ask personal questions and give their data, but you have a, a question about a house system, a question about progressions or transits or a way to understand an aspect or something you've been thinking about that, you know, if you could purchase just five minutes of tutoring, if you might ask, you know, an astrologer, I'm happy to answer those things. Also about life and death, because I do uh, do mediumship sometimes, and also about channeled stuff and healing, and and as I'll talk about crystals, if you have questions about that. So go to um, uh, the Facebook, and it's Evolutionary Astrology and Channeling with Tom Jacobs. But, you know, any of those nouns or adjectives in there, well, you know, in certain orders will, will find me. Um, so I am coming out of the last pass of my Neptune Square – which is shorthand for Neptune, square Neptune. And that's when transiting Neptune squares your natal Neptune, you know, about 90 degrees. And so I've had this complete reawakening as far as uh, my meditation practice, my the door being open for me to feel free to channel more. And I'll tell you about a couple new channelings that are available uh, as well that you can freely access on on the, uh, the interwebs. And... Um, and just my relationship with Jehudi and my guides, the, the Ascended Master that I, who my channel is named Jehudi, also known as Thoth and Saint Germain and Merlin, for those who might be uh, not familiar uh, with that aspect of what I do. And um, he's kind of like our big brother, like humanity's older, wiser yet pranksterish older brother who um, helps us figure things out along the way. Not that he'll always prevent us from tripping over our shoelaces, but he'll, he's always instruct, instructive and helpful and supportive and, and helping us evolve, uh, which will be part of this conversation today because as I talk about the crystals, uh, he's going to be integrally involved in that, at least referencing him. Um, so I'm at this, this Neptune Square time, and one of the things that happens is things can get foggy and details can become um, – well, they can become hazy, but they can also become lost. And I've, I have had the experience uh, the last couple of weeks of if I'm not intending to be aware of what time it is, I can not lose hours, but I can 
gracefully slip through them in a channeled state and then realize that the day is over. And that's that's been happening on days when I haven't been uh, doing phone calls with people or doing pre-recorded readings. And it's been nice because um, when the linear logical conscious mind, the left brain, runs everything, you know, Neptune always doesn't have a lot of room to function uh, within a person. And so you become, you can become very aware of time in a way that gets very boring. So I've had this, this really nice time kind of, um, being a little altered in just this normal channeling way. And that's not normal, but just working with guides and, and being in a meditative state, in a meditative state. So I've been, it's been a real, it's been a, a really good time. So first I want to do some announcements and then I'll talk about some, uh, current events, uh, astrology current events as well as the, the lapidary business. Uh, Saturday, February 15th is the next uh, channeling event with Ascended Master Jehudi, as I mentioned, also known as Thoth, Merlin, and St. Germain, as well as Archangel Metatron. And um, Metatron has been a guide of mine, though he always introduced himself to me as Serial. Uh, and th- that name may yield you a little information if you do some research, but uh, Metatron, of course, you know, will yield quite a lot of information. And um, and so, so Jehudi is this kind of big brother, uncle, you know, <laughs> this avuncular figure who, um, watches with love and admiration and support as we evolve. Metatron comes in and basically kicks butt when necessary. <laughs> He's kind of a really serious, intense figure who is all about getting this stuff done. So during this 90 minute channeled call, which I encourage you to, um, to participate in, and if you can't make the call on the 15th, you can get the 90-minute MP3 after, and the effects will be the same, because their consciousness level will be captured through the vibration in my voice, and then if you give them permission to do work for you, they will do energy work on you whenever you listen to the MP3. This one's called Transforming Depression and Anxiety, and it's really about the inner energetic structures on which certain emotional patterns can be be hung. So it's kind of like reworking the scaffolding on which our emotional our emotional bodies kind of drape within us regarding those two issues, particular frequencies, uh, depressiveness and anxiousness. And so I'm really excited about that. You go to tdjacobs.com and on the homepage, you'll see a link on the right to go sign up for that. And again, if you can't uh, make the call, get the MP3 afterwards. This is the third in a series of major events. The first one was in August, which was uh, energy and emotion clearing event. And it was kind of setting the stage where I did work with both of these beings, really incredible results. And then the second one was transforming self-doubt. Again, incredible results. And um, so this one is the next in the series. I just, um, I was going to do a future one on addiction issues. And as I was talking with Jehudi this week, this is one of the cool things that happened this week. um, He just started telling me what he would what he would say and i turned the recorder on and said it so i i started a series of a pre-recorded thing so it's not going to be a live event that will be available probably in a few weeks i'm gonna do at least one other section i'll see how much he wants to do but they're meditations to help with with issues about um the emotional issues that lead to the addictions so anyway so we're covering all this different ground and it's all about transformation it's all about giving you actual tools while giving you while doing energy work on you and giving you affirmations and again 
that you take with you and you can do, um, you know, ad libitum or ad nauseum depending on how you're wired. And <laughs> anyway, uh, very helpful um, uh, affirmations that they give particular to different chakras, uh, different energy centers in the body. So I'm really excited to be doing that. That's Saturday, February 15th is this next one. Um, and uh, then uh, also announcing briefly energy as many as energy. This is a three week course um, that will teach you about the links between love and money. So money issues are love issues. And if you have money issues, don't be offended that I'm telling you you have love issues, but just understand there is a link behind the scenes of giving and receiving and being open to flowing with energy, which is love or the twisting or the absence of love. But but um, any, anyway, this class opens up the door to teach you. It's basically an abundance class. I just don't call it that, except I just did. But anyway, um, that starts March 1st. So you want to sign up before then. And I intentionally price that low because, of course, people who need to take it, um, you know, might have some money issues. So, so I want to help you understand the links, and and this includes mini readings. And so you're going to get um, mini ch- chart readings by me during the class, as well as the as well as the teaching. So you can get all the info on th- that from tdjacobs.com too. Um, and then I guess the last announcement segues into the first part of the show. I want to talk about um, this laboratory business, the st- stones, crystals, gemstones, whatever you want to call them. Um, and I mentioned a f- the last couple of weeks that this has been happening, and soon uh, charged pieces of tiger iron would be available. And in the last week, some really cool developments have occurred, including a channeling from Judy. It's about 25 minutes. It's available to everybody. Um and when you go to the crystals page on tdjacobs.com, it's linked from the homepage. When you go there, you'll see in the kind of middle of the page a list of links. I think there are four or five links because all of a sudden there's all this info. There's a 10-page PDF. Most of it's channeled uh, from Jehudi setting everything up. There's a 30-minute video and then you know just ex- describing my experiences with these uh, with, with Tigeron over the years. Uh, because I have used it to channel Jehudi and spirit guides very specifically. I mean, very specifically, I use ch- uh, tiger iron, not just any crystal. Um, I can't remember, maybe five years even, uh, five or six years even. So it's been a developing process. And now, you know, the particular stone I use, um, I was looking at it last week after spending all this time with a bunch of other um, with a bunch of other uh, stones, different levels of charged uh, tiger iron and um i looked at this and was like it's almost as if jehudi lives inside this little stone because i've channeled with it so much i've charged it so much so i'm charging these stones for for anybody who wants them so i put up eight pieces about a week ago and they're they're gone and I haven't even announced it to my email list. I did a couple blog posts. I told some coaching clients, and they're gone. Uh, so, um, so this Saturday the eighth, I will put up eight, between eight and ten, probably eight. We'll see how much work I can get done at the rock shop, uh, at the lapidary shop on uh, on Friday, because I only have a limited number of hours there each week. It's like a, an open shop; people can go in and use the equipment. So, um, I'll definitely have maybe seven. Hopefully eight to ten, as many as I can uh, get into ship shape. And but I left the pictures of the ones that have sold on the site, so you can see them if you're curious. And these are charged. So this week, 
I sat down in four different sessions with these stones, with touching them, but them they were on a pillow on my lap, and channeling Jehudi and putting his vibration into these stones. I did it for much longer than is necessary, and he was kind of, I don't know, I don't think he was chiding me. That might be too, not the right word, but he was kind of, you know, amused that I was putting so much effort into it because it didn't need two hours of channeling, which was, which is what I did with them. And, um, and, but it felt really good for me to do it as part of my reconnection to working with him. So anyway, two of those times there are, uh, they're, they're channeled MP3s. Um, the first one is available to everybody linked again. Now I'm leading back to, um, that explanation of the, the page with the links of resources. There's a 25 minute free MP3 linked in there. Um, and that's what I channeled when I, the first time I sat down with the eight stones that are now, you know, traveling around the world to, to different people. And, and, um, the vibration is unique because he was supercharging them. It's really cool. People who have heard it have asked me, you know, what was going on? Like, why, why was it so different? People who are very familiar with his, his vibration. And it's just, he wanted to jump in and get a really serious start going. So, um, so it's very good, very cool, very happy about it, and I want you to hear that 25-minute MP3. And then for people who buy a stone, there's a 26-minute MP3 that was charged or that was recorded during the second charging session, which is more in-depth instruction. So the first one describes what we're doing and why and why he wants you to have these stones. And then he also talks about the kinds of issues that may come up with the root and second chakra, how to work with them a little bit, and then uh, issues with the third chakra, the, the, the um, solar plexus, to help remedy some of those, those issues. The second one, which goes to everyone who gets a crystal, it's much more in-depth about root chakra issues that may come up, and a little bit about second chakra. So really cool. I did hear from one of my ongoing clients who got a stone, and the first ones went out the other day. She got it, I don't know, a couple days ago, and... Um, Basically, Jehudi was telling during these MP3s that, you know, whatever's out of balance will come up for you about these lower three chakras specifically, more so one and two, because the foundation of the first chakra, the root chakra, needs to be in place for the rest of your energy field to work right, to work well. So a lot of what he does is grounding, you know, deciding that we're safe, you know, working on family issues and, and history and our sense of belonging in the world and being a part of life. And then second chakra relies on the the uh, solidity of the first and etc. And um, and this client of mine has some second chakra issues. We've done a ton of work through coaching on various chakra issues, but a lot on the root. She's really intentionally focused on the root chakra issues, which is family issues, feeling safe in the world, all that stuff. And so when right before the crystal came, a second chakra issue came up with a friend of hers, and she was able to probably perhaps more gracefully deal with it because she'd heard this channeling and then got her stone and it kind of brought up an issue, but she knew she was strong enough to handle it. And that's, so, so Jehudi's like, I don't know if he's doing a, like a jig, but he's like happy. This is the intended effect. This is what he knew would happen was more confidence, more clarity, more ability to work with things. And that's why, uh, that's why I'm endeavoring to, uh, to get a stone into your, into your hand. So anyway, on this Saturday the 8th, uh, this is going to be updated, the website, um, but you can go check out the pictures of what has been offered, what has now um, been purchased by people and, and mailed out. Um, <clears throat> every piece of tiger iron 
every rough piece is different. So there's in some of them there's more brown, and some of them there's more gold, and some of them more red, more more dark gray, more hematite. So as you check in with my site over the next you know few weeks and few months, you'll see different kinds of stones up there, different different qualities of material, not qualities, but different um, ratios of the three constituent stones, which are hematite for the root or first chakra, red jasper for the second and gold tiger eye for the third. And I'm going to put a dot, dot, dot there and take the first break. This is Tom Jacobs on The Soul's Journey. Stick with me. I'll be right back. answers to help you navigate life the book jehudi speaks offers wisdom channeled from ascended master jehudi aka thoth saint germain and merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times jehudi speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on earth now a compilation of four channeled books jehudi speaks explores karmic relationships our relationships with animals loss and death of all kinds why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com, and I was uh, waxing enthusiastic about uh, all the tiger eye and crystals, and we're going to take a, a little break from that and welcome a caller. Um, are, is it Jamel? Are you there? Hi. Yeah, it's Jamel. Hi. Jamel, thank you. Great. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Yeah. What can, I, what can I do for you? Well, you know, I I I haven't had a reading or, or had a my chart done in you know a little bit, and I thought mm-hmm. I would call in because I was on Facebook and I saw a post. I said, mm-hmm. "Well, this sounds interesting." I, 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 you know, it's ten o'clock here in Brooklyn, so I said, "Let me call in and yeah. have you uh, look at my chart." And they asked all the perfect information about the time and everything, so I'm I'm excited because Great. Um, okay. yeah. it, it's just but I've been going through sort of a I guess a blue moment, sort of a numb moment emotionally, and uh, there's nothing particularly mm-hmm. wrong. I do have some mm-hmm. family um, responsibilities that are pretty, you know, deep. But yeah. I just feel uh, not connected. And I also wanted to ask you, because I really haven't gotten a straight answer from some other um, astrologers, 
I mean, not, not, that, that, that is the wrong way to say it, but how can okay. a person... <laughs> Well, yeah. okay, because well, thank you for that. No, it, it's it's no, not I even understand that. Understand what you're saying. I, yeah. No, it's not. It's not even that. Like <laughs> serious. Like it, I, they sort of um, Mark Hurst, Mark um, Hudson, he and and uh, here and and in, in the, I guess the states or in in America, um, you know, I, he had told me to read this book, The Inner Sky, and I just was too. It, it just didn't do anything for me. So I'm okay. trying to figure out a way how to do. You know, because I found it so profound when I get these readings mm-hmm. from people like you, and because it connects so deeply, how to do a daily for myself, where I can. The, the thing I got lost on is the um, the daily one when it comes to planets and how to find a location a bit of distance. I, I, I get lost because it, it just okay. loses me. But uh, what okay. I called you for your advice was about my, you know, what I'm going through and my Capricorn and and <laughs> yeah, what, you know what 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 might be doing happening for me right now. Yeah. Right on. Thank you. So, well, let me answer that second, that last thing briefly first. Like, Mm -hmm. like basically, if you, okay, this, and this is what Steve Forrest does. He wrote The Inner Sky. And Mm -hmm. if you look at the, 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 the planets as asking questions as they move around the sky, it, it opens up something interesting. Like, like Mercury will say, what are you curious about? And what are you thinking? And how, how are you hearing? things and how are you you know what are you learning right you know you can ask these different questions and that can that can make it a little more interesting day to day but if you're talking about being overwhelmed because there's so much info it just takes step by step just going one thing at a time and just you know perhaps focusing on planets you know and really just understanding what they're about in the chart and then also in transit and kind of going step by step and layering it because it is quite a lot of information mm-hmm. now and the thing okay, is, not, it's so, yeah. I was going to say, and it's so, it, it, I've had psychic readings, but then when I've had astrology mm-hmm. readings, it, it really, it, both of them are wonderful, but when I do the astrology, it just, it, it, it it's just so detailed. Like, I go, okay, well, in, in October, yeah. you were going through this, and then in November, you, right. I'm like, yes, I really, I was going through that, I was having, and so it just is like, okay, you know, I need to figure out, and I think what I got stuck was, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, the, the armor pit, the, this thing, it's just, E.M. something. It's a it's a thing you use in the in the, in the locations of, of of planets and things. And I, I don't I get forget the name at this moment. But um, okay, I, it's about locations and things. I, I just couldn't do it. Okay, do chart. What's well, okay? And, it's okay. Yeah. Seriously, it, you know, it, it's um, it's just all these different layers of information. And if you start with the basics, then you'll grasp the basics and then you'll get a little more advanced and you'll be, you know, and you can grow that. And, but, but actually that's really pertinent to what I want to say to you because Mm -hmm. yeah, you have, you know, transiting Pluto is on, you know, is still in orb, still, you know, in uh, reach of that Mercury and Capricorn. And then I, is it okay if I give your birth date out so other people can learn as we go? Oh no, not a problem. Okay, great. So Jamel's birth date of December 23rd, 1981, 1.57 p.m. in Brooklyn, which is Kings County, New York. Thank you. I just, I just like to, you know, give, give, because <laughs> a lot of students listen to this, and I like to give them okay. a chance to, to see behind what I'm saying, you know, and to look. Um, so, so Pluto is about transformation, and what it does, it when it comes around by transit, is it bulldozes what it touches. Basically, walks onto the property and says. Oh, okay. That's that's gone. That that's gone too. And then this like herd of bulldozers comes on and just levels something. And you're left saying, "But I liked it." 
And Pluto says, you know what? You're going to build something better in its place. Now, that's been doing that to your brain, to your mind, to, mm-hmm. to how you communicate, how you think, all those things, Mercury. So, so you know, your interests, maybe you're trying, you know, and, and, and in this case, we're talking about the astrology. If you're learning something, you know, this Pluto would kind of make it a little hard so you can really kind of peel back layers to find out, is this something I really want to learn? And if so, how dedicated I am to or am I to it? So, but, but it can be very distracting because there can be a lot of pressure trying to like, you know, bulldoze all these buildings that are kind of, you know, in your, in your space and in your head. So while that's happening, um, that's activated also by, by transiting Jupiter and transiting Uranus. And, uh, Uranus is an Aries squaring the Mercury and, and there's like pressure to change your mind, to change how you think, to change where your life is headed. It's kind of a lot of pressure right now to do that. Um, and so, so that's a, that's a layer on top. I think underneath it, this idea of family responsibility is, um, is a, is a lot of something that, that, that could be talked about because, um, you know, you have Pluto and Saturn together in the house of responsibility. So Pluto's about how can I become strong and confident and empowered? Saturn's about how can I become an authority figure and be responsible? And they're in the house of service. And so for you, like in, in your whole life, service, duty, responsibility, becomes a really, really big deal. And I, and I would, I would wager that is probably more, um, like something catching up with you, some pattern that's been in place or some thing that has been growing, but maybe, you know, maybe you don't totally have, feel like you have the space to be free from it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so that build, that build up. I think would be part of the cloud or the fog or the heaviness. And the other thing is that transiting Saturn. It, oh, so let me just say about that. These things are, these two things, Pluto and Saturn natally are in Libra, which is where we try to make people happy. But it's also where we might give, but not ask for something in return. We might not reach out for support. You know, we might shoulder a lot of responsibility, you know, given, how this chart is set up. So, so I would recommend, you know, if you can make sure that you take some, I don't know if you take breaks, if you, are you having fun? Are you enjoying, you know, yourself too? Because that's going to be recharging, you know, that's going to, I mean, it's, it's kind of really commonplace advice, but with this signature, this is the capacity to be a workaholic. This is the capacity to, the, the image I get is shouldering responsibility. Like you can take it because you're strong. So it keeps coming. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, so making sure that you're breaking things up, making sure that you're taking a breather, making sure that you're not doing too much. Um, transiting Saturn has come to your seventh house. And what a lot of people would say about that is, is that it makes relationships hard or we feel lonely, we can't connect. You said, you know, disconnected or not, can't connect. This wants you to be realistic about existing relationships and also realistic about what you look for in others, what you want and need, and again, what you ask for. So, so there's space trying to open up for you to, to receive more from others, to be open to receiving more. And this is about support. It's about help. It's about, you know, a quick neck massage. It's about a hug. It's about all kinds of different things where you have connection. 
But because Saturn's here, it might seem bleak because Saturn wants to limit things so we can get more realistic and sometimes structured. So I think what this is about is making sure that you ask for help, making sure that you reach out to others. And and this is in Scorpio, so telling the truth about what you're experiencing, telling the truth about what you're feeling. And some people with this signature may kind of hold back the real truth, not because they're dishonest, but because it might be intense. And I think for you right now, the doorway's like trying to open to have uh, a, a new level of honesty where people can actually see who you are because when they see that, they will see what you really need and you'll be able to have that new level of dialogue. But but this is the, this is the time when it feels heavy before that breaks. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, so that's my, that's my, that's my first kind of quick, <laughs> that's my first kind of quick read. Um, let me just, t- let me just tune into guides. I'm happy to have you on the show, by the way, for a few more minutes. So we're not rushed. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I'm, yeah, I'm happy. If, if you're willing to hang out for another 10 minutes, I'm happy to have you here. Is that cool? Oh no, it's fine. I think. Okay, that, cool. Um, yeah. You, you've been hitting on, um, I, I guess the pattern of not asking for help. I always forget when I get mm-hmm. like this, that, um, I don't have any, um, I guess, I, I just don't have any, I, I'm just not making even a natural human connection where you can go to the supermarket and say hello or go to something that is for everybody and not yeah. really going into that support group or that church or wherever it is to yeah. seek things that everybody has access to. Um, I, I've not done that, I, you know, and I forget about it and I get into a, um, into this lane. Like I tell my friends, my, my, my family, I say, sometimes what scares me is that I'll get in such a zone of this mood, yeah. and then I'll turn around and ten years are going past. I go, oh my god, I'm I'm thirty. You know, I remember. So that's what happens to me. I get in such a yeah. deep zone that I'll flip up and go, oh, it's 2014. It was just 2004. You know, so it right. really it just comes like that sometimes. Well, the, you know, you're. Um you know, when I talk about karma, because I'm going to talk about that for a minute now, when I talk about that, it's not about reward and punishment or if something bad happens, we must have done something bad. When I talk about karma, I talk about the beliefs that we have and then carry about our experiences. And so something good or bad, something happy or unhappy happens, and then we decide why it happened. Like we assign meaning. And then that gets kind of embedded in our field. It's like a bubble. It's like an emotional bubble that's got a label that's the belief wrapped around it. So when we get hurt, we, of course, try to figure out, you know, why it happened so we can avoid repeating it. And so I say we can change karma because we can change our beliefs about why things happen. Does all that make sense so far? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have karma of being a worker, of being the responsible person of, like I said, earlier, you know, a few minutes ago, you can handle it, so you keep going, so it keeps coming, and you handle more. And that, so that that's a karmic pattern of all this stuff needs to get done, and this is in Libra, the Pluto for you, Pluto-Saturn. So it's not, not only needing to get done, but these people need it, and you care about what happens to them, so you will keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And, and so I don't advise, you know, you know, dropping everything and saying, ah, you know, forget it, I'm not doing anything, but the kind of tempering it. And so like you say, you know, not reaching out, not going to those events, not not doing that. I think that 
it might be really hard for you to remember to do that, but mm -hmm. you, I really, I want you yes. to commit to doing it. I want you to mm -hmm. commit to doing it because people can't help you. They can't support you if they don't know what's happening. And it's, it's funny. And I don't, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I was going to say well, it's funny that, yeah. no, I'm sorry. I was going to say it was, what always yeah, comes yeah. up for me every time I pull a car, because I have, I, I mean, I've just gotten into this metaphysical thing over mm, a couple of years ago in the 2008, and it just seemed to be, something that I'm I'm loving and using and it's, it's been them support me even when I'm alone to get in, even in touch with guides or or whatever you know just something yeah. that's just there and every yeah. time something comes up it is that to connect 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 you to give yeah. you know or be you know just kind of just come 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 and I yeah. just we've well, got to ring a bell your guides are like ringing a bell and and as yeah. we're talking I keep getting these waves of chills because they're like basically press like tapping me on the shoulder like hey go and every time i have that thought cross my mind or every time you say that i get lit up like that mm -hmm. so because i think the karmic pattern i think what happens in a bunch of lies for you is that there isn't support so you look around and you say well i mean i i'm not that important or what i'm mm -hmm. experiencing is not nearly as bad as this other stuff that these people yeah. have to deal with so so I'll just, you know, and so the, so it's like, you know, you said right off the bat, well, there's nothing major happening, but it's like, it doesn't have to be a crisis. Like you're also really good in a crisis. It doesn't have to be a crisis to warrant you, you know, reaching out for support. And, and, and so, so they're really kind of harping on that. They're really harping on that. And now I want to talk about one other thing, which is your moon is in the seventh house. And that is the house of the other. You know, I talked about Saturn coming to that house of relationship now, transiting. Your moon is there. So, so important to connect with people. But stuff we have in the seventh house, we sometimes let other people do it because we see it everywhere. You know, we, we like, oh, that person's moon, that person's, you know, moony or lunar. And um, what moon is, is softness. Moon is about needs and nurturing. And moon is about viewing the world and experiencing the world through the lens of emotion. But I think for you, a lot of it has to do with need. And so you, I think with this stuff in your sixth house, you will categorize things as, you know, not, not that critical. Not, not, and, but, but then, then again, you look up and it's 10 years later, you know, so, you know, but mm -hmm. so, okay. yeah. So, so, so you need to reach out, but the moon is also with Uranus, which might, make you feel very different. So let's say that let's say that you say, you know what? Okay, everyone's telling me this. Tom's telling me this. My guides are always telling me this. The card always says this. You know, I draw the card. You reach out. When you reach out, you may feel like a stranger in a strange land, but I mm -hmm. want you to stick with it. Okay. Because what a lot of people do when they have this setup that you have is they will reach out and they'll it'll just be a general thing, like some kind of social thing or something. And you reach out and um, maybe you don't find the real warm connection right away, but I mm -hmm. want you to feed community and I want you to know, because this is one of the things guides do. They set stuff up behind the scenes when we need support. So I want you to, you know, ask them for help, be grateful in, in advance, and then know that the right people are out there for you to connect to and to develop ties with, because that's really important for you, developing ties. Oh, don't make and, me cry. <laughs> don't do it. Oh, I have to. Don't that's what do I do. It. Oh, my gosh. People, I, I, wow. When you said developing me, ties, it just yeah. went, okay, it went right to the, yeah. to the heart. I'm about to, oh, don't do it. Oh it's my roots. God. 
Roots wow, and okay. ties. Yes. Roots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the other thing is your north node's in Cancer, so essentially nobody's ever taught you how to do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh and it's my like, god. Yeah. Nobody's true. ever taught you how to do it. So right. So so okay. We're gonna take the second break, but I want you to stick with me. Okay. Oh, okay. Boy. So everybody yeah. else, this is Tom Jacobs. <laughs> Wow. Jacob's like, um, Jamel's with me here, and we're going to keep talking about his moon Uranus and all this business and get him connected. We'll be right back. answers to help you navigate life the book jehudi speaks offers wisdom channeled from ascended master jehudi aka thoth saint germain and merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times jehudi speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on earth now a compilation of four channeled books jehudi speaks explores karmic relationships our relationships with animals loss and death of all kinds why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs, Evolutionary Astrologer and Channel from tdjacobs.com. And I have a very nice man from Brooklyn, Jamel, on the phone with me who's uh, who asked me a couple questions. And we just got into this one thing, and, and then it was time for a break, so I had to hold my breath. But, Jamel, I have one thing, one last thing that I want to tell you, and yeah. it's that nobody could teach you how to be connected, but you have to figure it out. Because every single human, every single soul sets that up for its human and this is the north node of the moon in the birth chart. Yours is in the sign of Cancer, and it means that it means that your family, like God bless everybody, but they were really good at something that was the opposite of this. You know, really mm-hmm. good at practicality and really good at you know um, hard work. So, I mean, the, the gift of how you're wired, you know, karma over many lives is that you have a great work ethic. You're able to be realistic. You know, all those things are wonderful traits. But now you have to. Add in the other direction, which is the softness, the support, the community, roots, all those things, you know, and, and, and interpreting, well, it's, it's not about like spilling on the floor or being too emotional or, or losing control. Oh okay. Right? It's not about that. It's about incorporating the information of heart into your world. So mm-hmm. that's, so that, so, so instead, so I would invite you 
not to – I would invite you to steer clear of fearing being too emotional and step into it gradually and explore it intentionally because you have to do it. But one of the things is also that we'll all have some some preconceived biases and prejudices about our North Node. We don't want to do it. And and sometimes your thing, you know, your thing might be, oh, I don't want to spill on the floor. I don't want to be too needy. But mm, to find a middle, okay. yeah, to find a middle ground and say, you know, because you you need to find out that some people can't give you what you need, but you need to find out that other people can. Mm-hmm. So softness, you know, vulnerability is another good word for that because you you've developed all these like personality traits over many lives that say, yeah, I can handle a lot, but now the vulnerability. It needs to be allowed to come in too. So th- thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate you uh, taking the risk and calling. Thank you so much. I mean, you were spot on and, and you sort of, uh, I don't know, I guess gave me a little integrity of validating some of the things that I do want. That's why I was saying, oh, don't get me to cry because you were so yeah. much need I was like, okay, well, yeah. that is what I really need and want. But then yeah. you said, well, this is what you, this is your, your, your thing. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, you just, just people can't teach you. You have to figure it out. And that's like, you know, everybody's got one thing like that, and that's yours. So thank okay. you, Jamel. Good thank luck. You. Thank you. Okay. Take care. And uh, I do have another caller, uh, Teresa. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Teresa. Hello. Thanks for calling. Hi. Um, is it okay if I give out your birth data so people can follow along? And it's okay to say no if you don't want me to. Oh, no. That's fine. That's okay. It's, okay, great. Uh, I'll get- great. Thank you. So it's August 5th, 1966, about 11 a.m. So we'll use 11 a.m. I looked up my exact oh. um, data, or rather the time that I was born, and it's 11.40 a.m. 11.40 p.m.? No, 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 sorry, 11.40 a.m. 11.40 a.m. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay, good. And then um, how do you say this? How do you pronounce the city in the Philippines? How do you pronounce that city? Oh, it's um, Cebu. Cebu, uh, Cebu, yeah. uh, C-E-B-U for those listening. Correct. Okay, in the That's Philippines. Correct. Okay, thank you. So, um, and what's your what's your question, Teresa? Um, I just like to know, um, I guess specifically about um, any career um, that I, I could embrace this year. Like, if this year will bring me um, some much needed <laughs> surprises, because it's just it's okay. been a very uh, difficult time for me. The past, I would say, the past. Uh, almost two years now. Okay, and can I ask you what kind of difficulty it's been? Um, actually, I have um, I, I suffer from bipolar disorder, and uh, okay. specifically, yeah, specifically from depression. The mania doesn't okay. bother me at all. But okay, okay. Um, let me just tune in because I want to find out. I want to get some some uh, info from your guides as well. Because just to be fair, at the outset, I don't do predictive work. Um, so what, you know, I don't, I'm not the kind of astrologer who will say, you know, oh, on March 10th, this amazing thing is going to happen. Cause I, you know, but what I can do is tell you what energies are in play and what life is asking you to do. That, that's what I can do. And I'm happy to do that. Um, so, I mean, the first thing is I look at, <clears throat> hold on one second. Hold on one second. I'm just kind of finding the connection. Will you will you do me a favor? Will you just put cords into the earth from your root chakra, which is the first chakra and the bottoms of your feet? Just close your eyes, put cords into the earth. Will you do that for me? Uh, sure. It'll help me read you better. Okay, it'll help me read you better and read your guides better. Okay. Help me find your frequency a little bit. 
Okay, and just please decide to receive any guidance that that might be ready to come through right now. Just make that decision, please, and decide that you're open to hearing what your people... Okay, good. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, so um, because the first thing my eyes go to is that 10th house, of course, which is about work, and I see Sun and Leo square the nodes, which says that, that Teresa, you're, you know, you're in the process in this life of trying to figure out the right way to be in the world. Some people with this setup will be not bold in the, in the world, and so life might actually kind of overlook them a little bit, and they might say, why am I not finding the opportunity? And one of the reasons is the chart says you're supposed to create the opportunity, but it's kind of questions in your field about it, like how big of an ego, Sun and Leo, how big of an ego do I get to have? How much do I get mm-hmm. to shine? Right. Mm-hmm. And so those questions, how much do, you know, how much respect do I deserve is another question. So, so it's, it's also a lifelong journey of becoming really good at something and having mm-hmm. a very clear, uh, it's Leo stuff like expression, opinion. So anyway, you're very good at at least one thing, but that sense of, do I have the right to shine? Do I have the right to be here would be mm-hmm. the block, would be an issue. Say it that way. Does that make sense to you? Um, well, I, I guess maybe on a subconscious level, obviously that's that's um, yeah, you know, possible. But I, I mean, I, I've done a lot of work over the years, and I, you know, I tried to do a lot of um, pretty bold and aggressive uh, things, and uh, mm-hmm. just nothing has ever panned out. So, okay, it's been very so that's <laughs> that's the other side. That's the other side of it. Like some people might be timid, some people might be very very bold, and then pull back. So what's really – with this signature, it's really incredibly important to find a middle ground intentionally, consciously, so that things – so that it's <clears> – <throat> everything isn't fireworks, but everything isn't also trying to avoid fireworks. It's kind of like finding that middle ground and like um, – because it's a signature of um, needing to learn the right size of ego and taking risks in the world. So that's one thing. The other thing um, – is this south node, south node of the moon in Scorpio in the first with Neptune. And that's what I was getting distracted by when I was, my mind was, or your, my eyes went straight to that sun. My, the guides put me straight on that Neptune in the first. And, um, and there's just a, there's just something about this. One of the, th- I want to mm-hmm. give you a couple of, th- hello? Yeah. Okay. I want to, I want to give you a couple of threads about it. Um, one is that it makes you very, very intuitive, which is wonderful. Uh, another thing is it might actually, um, you know, be very distracting because of the energies in the world around you. So I'm getting a note from my producer that you, that the line cut off for you, but I'm going to keep going since apparently, I, hopefully, you guys can still hear me and and Teresa can hear me. Um, but this also means that it's possible for you to absorb a lot of energy. Neptune can be a satellite dish. Scorpio is all the intense stuff that happens under the surface, and to have that right on the south node can mean that in a bunch of lives, you're surrounded by, frankly, drama, and you might absorb a lot of crap, a lot of garbage. So one of the things that might be really important with this is to intentionally get – if you haven't already, because I recognize that people are clever and wonderful and you might have figured this out, but to constantly move stuff out of your field that doesn't belong to you. Some people with this signature would get full and stressed out and then kind of shut themselves off energetically, but 
Um, this is the South Node in the first house, which is about independence and leadership and making, you know, making wonderful waves and making decisions. So you actually have a karmic history of being very independent and being very bold. So, um, you can capitalize on that through, you know, through that if you are not full of the energies of other people. So that said, Saturn is here. And this is going, transiting Saturn, as I mentioned for Jamel earlier, you know, it's on his descendant that's on your, first house south node and neptune and what that does is it's going to bring up fears from the past and in this case also you know with your setup here with neptune there also energies that you may have absorbed from the past the the fears of others the drama the pain the suffering trauma grief will be a huge thing um and it's going to stir it all up so it's in your space it's in your field so uh concrete practical ways of working with your body to move energy are going to be very important. I'm just going to assume you've figured this out to some degree. Uh, some people might use um, Tai Chi. Some people might use different forms of yoga. Some people might you know, do regular massage or rolfing or some kind of physical thing that can move energies and move them out in a conscious way. And, um, and that will help stabilize your energy field in general. You've had a bunch of lives of being surrounded by some really intense drama, and it will have left some, frankly, some marks on your field, but this can be healed. This can be worked with intentionally. So that Saturn on the south node will stir up stuff from the past, and that may actually distract you from having the confidence to find that middle ground, you know, that I, that I mentioned with the sun square the nodes from the 10th house. I want to say at least two more things here. Um, <laughs> I, I, I never know how much I'm going to say. I know I have like five minutes left on the show, but I never know exactly how much I'm going to get into. Um, you also have the asteroid Lucifer on that Leo sun in the 10th. And I want you to forget the Christian mythology of the devil and Satan. Just forget it. And everybody listening, when you hear me talk about Lucifer, which is asteroid 1930, just absolutely forget that crap. It's not about evil. <laughs> it's about Desiring to be of service, but sometimes having a disagreement with the people in charge. <laughs> so you want to be helpful, then sometimes you have to break away from the status quo, from the establishment, in order to really bring light. I'm not going to go into the story, but if you want to read about this, Living Myth, the book Living Myth, Exploring Archetypal Journeys, which is one of the first two books I published in 2010, tells the story of uh, in one of one of the chapters uh, tells a story. It's really really worth reading. But on your son, what it will do is make you doubt something. It'll make you doubt that you have the right to be there. And it adds to that idea of taking a bold risk and then not taking a bold risk because who wants to be arrogant? But actually, it's about bringing light. And I'll tell you, I have Lucifer right on my son, and I have a giant ego. But I align my ego with my heart and my spirit as much as possible. And when I tell this story to clients, they say. Oh, you don't you don't seem egotistical, and I say, well, that's because you know my my brain is more or less aligned with my heart, and so my brain works in service to and in tandem with my heart, and that helps me develop the kind of sun confidence that I need with with the sun. It's the center of our personality. So you know, given these factors, there's there's, there's a thing for you about the right to exist, the right to take up space, the right to want something, and the right to you know achieve a goal. The last thing I want to tell you is your north node is in the seventh house, and this is about reaching out to other people. Again, this is the theme that we have with with uh, Jamel, where he had his uh, transiting Saturn there, but he had his moon and Uranus in that house. 
And the North Node is what people that you know and are comfortable with can't teach you. So reaching out, not closing down because you're full of energy or your emotional state isn't optimal, not, not closing down, but reaching out, asking for help, you know, in, in not from a place of something is wrong, but the set the, from the sense of uh, cooperation is possible. I need to interact. I need to give. I need to receive. Building partnerships, building cooperation is going to be very, very important here. And as far as work goes, you know, specific work things, you know, when you ask, you know, is something going on this year? And I say I don't do predictive stuff, but but one of the things that this says is there's new opportunities waiting if you reach out to others in new ways for the right reasons and not from a Scorpio place, which can be fearful or can be intense and have a lot of drama and really, you know, intense stuff, but from a a considered, grounded, measured, practical place, which is a Taurus place, the sign of your North Node. So thank you so much for calling in, Teresa, and I hope that this was helpful. Uh, Sorry you got cut off, but I hope that the, you know, the one-sided thing was uh, was useful too. Uh, So, um, Everybody, thanks for thanks the the two people for calling in. I really appreciate that. I didn't even give out the number, uh, so that was really nice. That was really great. Um, thanks uh, to Jamel and Teresa for reaching out, and to everybody else. I'm encouraging you to um, check out the subscription service through tdjacobs.com, where I didn't even get to the other things. I was going to talk about Mercury retrograde. I was going to talk about Saturn's re- uh, retrograde in Scorpio next month, um, and a couple of other things, which I go into into. Um, Really deep detail for all subscribers every month, a series of videos. And um, on the, the new moon and full moon, uh, planetary ingresses, retrogrades, the suns trek through that sign every month. And it's released around the 20th of every month. So um, there's time to sign up for that uh, between now and uh, about the 18th before the sun goes into Pisces. And if you sign up after that, you can still get the videos. First month was 74 minutes of videos plus a channel meditation this month was 70 minutes of video. So there's quite a lot of, um, there's quite a lot of info there and, um, go really in depth in a, with an evolutionary take. Uh, how can you use this energy in a proactive, constructive way? Not just saying, Oh yeah, the full moon is blah, 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 blah. But what does it actually mean? How can I really understand that and use that? So all that info is through tdjacobs.com. You can do a subscription monthly or yearly. And if you do yearly, you get a month off. It's 11 months. Uh, and the other thing to mention is um, this uh, this amazing channeling event with Jehudi and Metatron that I'm going to bring both of them through to do some uh, kick rear uh, energy work on you. And you can get the MP3 afterwards, and it will be just as effective. Uh, that's Saturday, February 15th. I encourage you strongly to sign up for that. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. And you can read all about what I'm up to there, uh, including all the stuff about the Tiger Iron Stones and, and all, all the other stuff. So thanks again for joining me, and I'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology and soul, inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com.